Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. I know it's been a while. Some of you may be asking, what have I been up to? So let's get into it. First things first, I have bangs now. <laughs> I just like randomly chose to cut bangs one day and I really like them. I was surprised because I thought that since I had a wider face, maybe bangs would make my cheekbones be more accentuated but it looks good and i like it and i resonate with the bangs i feel like they really suit my personality for some reason i've never had bangs and i haven't had bangs since i was a little girl and it's funny because if i were to look deeper behind just i randomly chose to cut bangs i think the deeper purpose is that I felt like I was in a way returning back to my inner child and feeling safe within myself and my body for the first time since being a little girl and I really want to go into that and how that happened, how it felt more in depth in another video, but I have a picture here. So I keep a picture of myself as a little girl at my desk as a reminder for myself as to who I do it for. Every single day I wake up and I have the power to choose, have the power to do what I want to do, think, feel, experience, life, coexist, it's all for this little girl and she's been failed in so many ways by other people she's been hurt in so many ways by other people including myself and as long as i have freedom of choice i will choose to honor her i will choose to nurture her and be there for her and it's so synchronistic I felt like it was so synchronistic and symbolic for me to cut bangs for the first time since being that little girl as like a welcome home type of type of um type of ritual. So other than my bangs, I was also diagnosed with ADHD. Finally, I didn't know I had ADHD. Um, I hadn't even considered it until I was just scrolling on TikTok for a few months and I would come across people with ADHD kind of speaking on their experiences and how their ADHD presents. And I wasn't expecting to resonate so deeply with many of these people and I think for the first time in my life, I was reflecting on attributes of myself that I had always considered just personality quirks or personality traits of me as Irene, when in reality, maybe there was something deeper to these personality quirks. I was for the first time considering maybe I am this way because of the neurodivergency and because of the ADHD that went undiagnosed my whole life. And so I really deep dove into researching ADHD, 
the symptoms of ADHD, the causes, how that can present in different types of people. And through my research, I found that women are so commonly misdiagnosed and commonly go through their life undiagnosed because we, because how ADHD presents in us specifically is so different from how it is presenting in men. And because of that, women don't really realize that they have ADHD symptoms because we think it's this, you know, hyperactive way of living life and you can't shut up and you just are so hyper, you're doing all these things. When in reality, many women have inattentive ADHD where we have very anxious thinking um, and the list goes on. And so I want to make a video that specifically talks about my ADHD journey, why I thought I had it, how I sought my diagnosis, my diagnosis process, because that was very, that's like a whole nother story. But also just going down the list of my symptoms and how it presents in me, what ADHD looks like for me, how that's affected me my whole life in different phases of my life, and how it continues to affect me. And I hope to bring awareness to ADHD and how it presents in me specifically in hopes of other people out there, other women out there who may resonate with me, may start to reflect on themselves and see whether or not that's something they struggle with and something that they need to seek diagnosis with and seek treatment for. And yeah, so I, I'm going to make another video for ADHD, but I am currently seeking treatment for my ADHD and it's made a really, really big difference in my life. <laughs> I really don't know how I went my whole life not knowing I had ADHD, therefore not being able to cater my life to my ADHD symptoms and making it easier for me to just do things. I'm still getting my medication right with my psychiatrist. We're still figuring it out, like the dosage that works best for me, the medication that works best for me. But all in all, it's been really great. It's been really eye-opening. And I feel like for the first time in my life, I have a sense of stability with just the executive dysfunction, you know? I finally have stability in knowing that I could wake up every day and just get things done and not have to worry about, you know, being paralyzed and staying in bed and feeling depressed over the fact that I can't seem to get my crap together and get what I need to get done, done. So yeah, ADHD. I'm not just this free-flowing, I create when I want to type of girl. I was just struggling with executive dysfunction and undiagnosed ADHD, untreated ADHD. So here I am today seeking treatment. It's been so much better. I've been getting the help that I need to support myself and to aid myself with my life and not having to feel so tortured or anxious. So yeah. So another thing that happened is I finally got a cat. I've been wanting a cat my whole life, but my mom doesn't like cats and I live with her, so I have to respect her boundaries. But 
Everything was just kind of fitting together in a perfect way for me to finally get a cat. It was definitely very synchronistic, very guided, and it felt very, very right. And it was just very smooth. The transition was so smooth. And that was just an indication to me from my spirit guides that this is meant to be. In the past, when I would look for cats and bring it up to my mom, it was just very chaotic, very bumpy. And, you know, everything works out the way it does for a reason. And I was on a road trip from Colorado and randomly thought about, I'm going to get a cat. I'm going to get a cat. I don't care if my mom doesn't like them. I'm going to make it work. And I went onto the website of all the animal shelters near my house. And I had a very clear list of requirements of what I wanted in a cat before adopting one. One is I wanted to adopt a cat from an animal shelter. Two, I wanted the cat to be older. I didn't want to deal with the kitten because I knew that if I adopted a cat, the lifestyle that I live means that I would work best with a cat who just needs companionship and needs you to be there. I work from home but doesn't necessarily need you to play with it all the time and to tend to it. And so an adult cat and a really calm cat was what I was looking for. And when I went to the website of the animal shelter closest to me and I went through the list of cats up for adoption, I immediately felt drawn to two cats. One was Luna and one was Mabel. Luna is three years old and Mabel is five years old. And I just knew right away. I knew that I was going to meet these two and from those two, I was going to bring one home. Um, I felt like I energetically was connecting to the soul of one of them, but not necessarily knowing which one it was, but I knew how it felt. And I knew that once I was able to meet them in person, I would immediately get to feel that energy and feel connected to it and feel like it was familiar and know which cat was the one that was right for me. So the whole process of making the appointment to see the cats and filling out the application was extremely smooth. I expected it to be long and hard. <laughs> I'm sorry guys, sometimes I am a little girl inside. But I expected the whole process to be complicated because when I went into the animal shelter the woman in the front was kind of rude and in a bad mood and she was like you know in order to see the cats you have to fill out an application and to be honest with you I don't think I'll get to it for another four weeks so I went on ahead I filled out the application and was waiting another very synchronistic thing is that the adoption fees were waived for like a few weeks and I had just just in time gotten in at that window of the adoption fees being waived so I took that as another sign that this was meant to be and I was just hoping to God that my application would be looked over and approved of before the waived adoption fees um, window would end and I waited a week I didn't hear anything and so I just I I called the animal shelter and I 
was just being as nice as I can be, as positive, and hoping that that energy carries through over the phone and inspires the other person to try to be nice to me um, and maybe do me a favor. And it was a different woman that picked up and she was so nice. And I told her, you know, I'm interested in these two cats. I'm ready to adopt. I just need to come in and see which one I get along with the most. And she was like, oh, yeah, let me just look over your application and get back to you by the end of today. And that was like so fast. I didn't expect her to get back to me that fast and to speed that process through. I just wanted to kind of like call to say, hey, is there any way you guys can look over my application for the next few weeks? But she was like, basically like, I'm going to I'm going to look at your application right now and get back to you by the end of this day. And she called me back and said, when do you want to see these cats? And she even told me that usually they only let you see one cat in each appointment, but she would let me see both cats in one appointment. So everything was just so smooth, you know, everything just worked out really well and just out of my expectations. But that's just how life works, you know, when you're not expecting it to go a certain way, but you're maintaining a sense of openness regardless of how things work out things just have a tendency to work out really well and I guess that's the beauty of this whole experience and when I went in to see Mabel and Luna I immediately I immediately felt connected to Mabel she was the one she was just very you know calm didn't feel the need to hide from us didn't feel the need to be aggressive towards us. She just was doing her own thing. And at the very end of the meeting, she kind of warmed up to us a little bit more and started rubbing her body against us. And so that's exactly what I wanted. I didn't expect a cat to be super loving and warm right off the bat, but I also didn't want a cat who was scared and a little bit aggressive. I just wanted a cat that was doing her own thing. And, and once she warmed up to us, she would be able to be affectionate um, but also you know liking her own space as well and Mabel was the perfect fit for all those descriptions and she happened to be the oldest cat as well in the animal shelter which is what I was looking for and there was like a crap ton of kittens but Mabel's the one I wanted I think she meowed <laughs> perfect timing oh hi Mabel I don't know where you are but I love you Anyways, so yeah, I got a cat. Another big update and the biggest reason why I took a break from YouTube in the first place is the fact that I wanted to pivot my energy towards building my business and building my TikTok channel. And so that's something I've been really focusing on the past seven months or so. And... I really wanted to maintain a sense of balance while building my business because I didn't want to fall into old behaviors of workaholicism. I feel like workaholicism is something that is taught to us and encouraged in us from a young age. And a lot of people perpetuate their toxic thought and behavior patterns through workaholicism or the pressure to be a workaholic. And it ultimately encourages you to be unconscious and to unconsciously live. 
And I don't resonate with that. I don't want to live a life of unconsciousness and just doing things to get them done or doing things because you're anxious about it or you're anxious to get them done or you're chasing after something. I wanted to be able to balance my personal life, my healing, the ebbs and flows of my spirituality. There's days where I'll feel very raw and sensitive and need to reprocess a lot of things. And there's days where I'll feel very energized and ready to work. But being able to balance work with that and not have to feel like I'm overextending myself to get things done. And so when I took a break from YouTube to concentrate on my coaching business and my TikTok um, content, I knew that YouTube would be something I returned to when the time felt right and I felt like I was maintaining and balancing my business consistently and I was ready to extend myself towards YouTube again. And for the past few months, I was slowly drawn back to YouTube and the concept of YouTube and making YouTube videos again. And you know, everything else in life started falling in place as well to support that. And so I've just been honoring those transitions and slowly making my way back to YouTube. And so here I am making my first video back. And with that, I'm going to get into my intentions with this channel moving forward. So over on my TikTok channel, I make a lot of mental health content, mental health related content, where I give advice, I give people coping mechanisms. I call to question a lot of stigmas in many different topics pertaining to codependency, attachment style, abusive relationships with romantic partners or within family dynamics, narcissistic abuse. I also talk about sexual trauma and sexual abuse. And I also dabble in Asian American society and the struggles that a lot of Asian Americans go through that we don't talk enough about. So something I noticed when it comes to social media and taking in content is that it's very hard to consciously take in content because there's not enough conscious creators out there. And in my personal life, I have been trying to really pivot into consuming conscious content that helps aid my growth and helps aid my healing process and it's really hard for me to find a good balance between someone that i energetic sorry you guys i had to go feed my cat she just kept meowing but um as i was saying i feel like it's really hard to consciously intake and consume content on social media there's not a lot of conscious content creators out there and for me personally it's been very hard for me to find the balance of finding a content creator that i energetically align with and resonate with but also resonate with what they're speaking on and i i haven't been able to find any content creators that speaks on the topics I am looking to ingest. And I've only found a select few of content creators I energetically align with, but the content they're creating isn't necessarily something I'm interested in listening to or really resonate with. And so Spirit was really telling me through this whole experience that 
there's a need for people like me to create content because there is this gap out there where people are looking to hear the things that I have to say and to contribute to that conversation and to align with my energy and connect to my energy. And there's not many people out there that are doing what I would do because I am looking to connect to others like that and I haven't been able to find it. And so Spirit was telling me, you know, this isn't just for you and your own self-expression, but this is for other people as well to continually grow and heal and to resonate. And, you know, for me to continue to build off of this platform and build a community of people that resonates and can energetically align and therefore continue that soul growth and to continue that soul healing that we are all just trying to be on that journey of, you know? So with that being said, my intention of this YouTube channel is to do this, video podcasting. Each episode is going to range from 30 minutes to two hours because I'm going to deep dive into a lot of very specific topics that I don't see enough of. So I'm going to be speaking on myself and hopefully I can continue to attract like-minded people and provide a space for all of us to connect and create these dialogues amongst each other. Over on TikTok, you could see shorter form videos of just mental health topics or advice. You could go connect with me on there. And also, as well, if you're interested in working with a self-empowerment coach, you could go to my website called Self Embark. Self Embark is my self-empowerment coaching business that I started earlier this year. And I work one-on-one -on -one with clients on their self-empowerment journey, on their healing journey. This is all about you getting you aligned with yourself, figuring out what it is that you need to heal within and figuring out what it means to align further to yourself and honor yourself further and therefore empower yourself to just make those choices that help aid you and support you and nurture you because you're what should matter to yourself. You are the only person that you can fix, that you can heal. No one else is your responsibility. You are your own responsibility. And with self-embark, I help people on that journey because some of us just need some extra help sometimes, and that is okay. Okay, with that being said, I'm going to kind of go through a list of video topics I'm going to be talking about, and you guys can look forward to seeing these videos from here on out because these are the topics I'm going to be speaking on and of course I'm going to add more to this list moving forward but in general these are the topics that I have in mind already. So boundaries as a woman and how that triggers other people, healing codependency within relationships, cutting off a toxic family member or parent, and I'm going to be talking about my experience with coping with a father that has borderline personality disorder, honing in on intuitive capabilities and protective practices as an empath, finding my identity as an Asian American woman, internalized misogyny, why does freedom scare us, my ADHD diagnosis story and how ADHD presents in me specifically, 
I kind of want to go in on the whole Trisha Paytas um, SA debacle because although I don't necessarily agree with her and support her, I do think that's a very good talking point on childhood essay and how that affects our memory and how we perceive things. I also want to talk about pressures to hypersexualize yourself, grooming girls at a young age and misogyny, living with chronic anxiety and what has helped me personally with dealing with the chronic anxiety, also being your own mother and nurturing yourself rather than mothering other people, I also want to talk about codependency and anxious attachment styles and how that is ultimately someone's way of avoiding themselves. Healing codependency within a healthy and healing relationship after having an abusive relationship. I also want to talk about the stigma with women and how whenever women speak up, it's called nitpicking and nagging. I want to talk about mental health practitioners and how they are expected to have it all together. I also want to talk about my ADHD and how that fed into eating disorders. I also want to talk about manipulation tactics within abusive relationships. And I want to talk about plastic surgery and have an open dialogue and talk about whether it's good or bad for your mental health. Is it misogynistic? Talk about that. And I want to talk about why high school was a living hell and how high schoolers don't get enough credit. And when to surrender versus when to persevere. What's the difference between perseverance and stubbornness? I also want to talk about fixing others to avoid fixing yourself. I want to talk about misogyny within women. And I also want to talk about losing your childhood and growing up too fast. So these are some of the topics out of many topics I'm going to be talking about and having an open conversation about in long format, you know, deep diving. So if any of those topics or all of those topics resonate with you, go ahead and subscribe and look forward to listening in on these videos and joining that conversation but other than that thank you for all of you who have subscribed to me and are checking in every now and then to see where I'm at I know some of you comment on my videos asking me like where are you Irene I miss you I miss your videos and I'm just so appreciative for you guys because it really means a lot to me that there's people who found me on YouTube and care enough to even notice that I've been gone and go out of their way to ask where I am and if I'm planning on returning and all that stuff. It it really means a lot and I appreciate you and you know who you are. But I'm coming back and I will be back. And I guess if you resonate with any of those topics that I am going to be talking about, I would love to hear about it in the comment section down below. I will try to respond to everyone. I mean, I don't really get much interaction anyway, so I'm sure I'm going to get like two comments down below. But I appreciate any interaction I get, and I appreciate those who resonate with me. I know I'm not going to be for everyone to digest or to understand, but the few people that do energetically align with me and 
and align with what I'm going to be speaking about, I, I appreciate and I know there's people out there who will be drawn to my content and be able to connect to me. And I look forward to connect with you guys. And I look forward to, to provide a platform for people to be able to safely process and speak on their experiences. And yeah, if any of you need more help or want to consider hiring me as a self-empowerment coach, go give my website a look. I'll leave all the links down below to my TikTok, to my self-empowerment coach website. And yeah, just connect with me however you want and look forward to my content in the future. Thank you for being patient. Thank you for checking in. And I look forward to seeing you guys again Till next time. Bye, guys. No me quieres como algo. Quiero que mi corazón está contigo. Porque te amo. Pero no sé cómo.